G'day Trendsetters, welcome to episode 691 of the Transmove podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website, transmove.com, or send me through an email, tim at transmove.com. Follow my training at coronavirus.com. Now, the Ironman World Championships, it's, it, was a, it was a great race, I didn't think Sam Lalo was going to be even be top 10 I wrote wrote the the poor fella off but su- super happy for him be a good champion um but I don't know there's something about it the whole race this this year and I, and I don't like being sounding negative and I don't want it to come across that way but it's most likely going to come across that way but leading into the week leading into it I, it didn't feel like a world championship and then watching the race um didn't feel it felt like a good race it felt like a beautiful race it felt like a big race a stacked field but it didn't feel like a, a world championship to me and and fair enough um it was probably overshadowed from my end because as the races started the Newcastle Knights were playing a final game and I was I was trying to watch both at the same time but that wasn't working out for me I was yelling and screaming at the at the rugby league the whole time and you know just more or less carrying on like a pork chop at that and and then after it I had to do my long run and so I trotted off and came back and so I, I watched the last half of the the marathon live and then I've gone back since and watched most of it and and it just it looks like a magnificent race but it just did not feel like a, a world championship to me maybe I'm I don't know. I'm tuned into visualizing the the lava fields in the backgrounds and thinking, my God, they're running on the sun there. But yeah, didn't have that same vibe. I don't know. Maybe it will. Um, maybe I'll you know gel to it as time goes on. But yeah, just just was lacking that little bit of something for me. Maybe I'm just being a little bit of a fussy turd. But anyway, today's question which comes from Astrid, who, if you want to be cool like Astrid, send your questions, training, racing, nutrition, it's all good, we love them all here. Tim at trainsmooth.com is where you want to be spending, sending those bad boys. He writes, um, if one is training by heart rate, can you use the same maximum heart rate test either on the bike or by run? And then use the this number to find your zones. If not, can you talk about why and how you can uh, use the heart rate in triathlon training? All the best. So um, you you can find, you know do a, a max heart rate test for both bike and run. I wouldn't be doing um, a max heart rate test for your running and then thinking all right i'll do that for cycling because there's less muscle mass being used for cycling than there is running so your max heart rate is going to be a bit different there um chances are it's going to be a different so if if you wanted to you could just you know jump on jump on your bike for instance um and this was a test i used to give um 
give some athletes a while ago, but I haven't done one of these for for a little, for a moment of time. But it's still a pretty cool protocol where you you, you do a good warm up, like 20, 20 minutes on the bike, for instance, and then you do three minutes all out. One minute rest, one minute max effort, and you can generally get your max heart rate from that. Um, for the run, you could probably do the exact same protocol. Just uh, I never did it for the run. I've, or I, I should say, I've never given it to anyone for the run because I'm always worried about injuries. And um, and if I was, it'd probably be closer to. Um, I'd be saying do that on, on more of an incline maybe to to limit the risk of injury um and you and you can there's calculators out there that will give you zones um and this so that's one way of doing it another way would be um doing a 40 clay 40 kilometer all-out time trial um, on the bike and a or and or a ten kilometer run a race um, and and getting getting those numbers from there. Um, another way is to manipulate math. Um, so math is um, especially for long distance triathlons would want to be would be some of the best type of training you could possibly do. Um, it's so it's so in short it's 180 minus minus your age and then you can take five beats off if you're coming back from injury you can add five beats on if you've been running for years and there's a little bit of movement within that and then you can go right well there's my math heart rate um for the bike is take another 10 beats off for for the bike for instance than what yours would be for the run because again you're using less muscle mass um, and these are ballpark numbers we're dealing with, but they get you pretty close. For most of us, it gets us close. And then, for, and then from there, you can say, right, well, for tempo, I can add ten beats. Um, for threshold, I'll add twenty beats. Um, and so, and so, you can get close. Having said all of that. If it was me personally, I had a triathlon to train for. I, I wanted to. I don't have access to a power meter, so I, all I've got is a heart rate strap, and and that's as good as I get. I would be monitoring by keeping my heart rate strap on. on obviously, um, I I think I I struggle. On a side note, I struggle to comprehend anyone that has a heart rate strap heart rate monitor and doesn't use it in training even if they don't look at it um if something happens they can always go back and look at it i've listened to a number of coaches say they don't worry about heart rate it's crap and i couldn't could not disagree uh, anymore then i'll die on that hill that they that they are 100% wrong. They're not even 10% right. But anyway, that's my little, you know, high horse. I'll just quickly jump off now. That So if I had my heart rate there, um, I'd be just monitoring it, you know, tracking. I would do 100% of my training. So we're talking about no power meter here. I'd do 100% of my training with the Triple M method. E- you know, easy, moderate, medium, mad just nice simple zone names all done on perceived effort so easy is exactly how it sounds easy 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 moderate 
that's you know you should be able to breathe through your nose the entire time it's hold a nice conversation moderate is what you're um you know generally called zone two for instance or just a moderate effort medium gets a little bit tricky because it could be from you know a one minute interval through to a one hour interval so so to speak so um the effort's going to be completely different gauged on um you know perceived effort for that interval or to- or race or whatever so medium is is um it should be hard or it should, it should be difficult but manageable so you're starting to breathe a little bit deeper you're pr- probably probably you know bit of mouth breathing on so it's difficult so it could be anywhere between tempo threshold or vo2 max so to speak depending on the uh, the the length of it so but it's not all out mad is as fast as possible without compromising technique so we're not to, so it's problem people and i don't give mad out very often these days because i'm worried um that they're going too fast um I, i've got to have a lot of faith in the athlete before i give them mad these days but what mad is um so let's say it's 200 meters mad 200 meters easy eight times um people go mad right let's sprint and you and it's their run technique has completely gone into a sprint and they're right that's not your normal run technique so you've gone way too fast so the moment you feel like your techniques change slightly you're going too fast so you need to back it off so so if it was me i'd be training to the easy moderate medium mad um i'd be keeping my heart rate for all of them i'd be clicking my lap button for every single interval i i always take i'd always take my auto lap off i don't not a fan of auto laps um i like manually clicking those laps so i know when the lap when the interval starts when the interval finishes when a hill starts when a hill finishes um whatever i'm trying to measure um so when i go back i can see it all um and it's nice beautiful picture of what that session looked like um so that that's kind of and if it was i really wanted to train via heart rate and let's face it um for aerobic training i do 100 percent of my aerobic training via heart rate 100 percent of it um any intervals i will do to to a power meter both bike and run i've got a run power meter i've got a bike power meter i'll do 100 percent of the intervals via via power 100% of the aerobic training and easy training is done by heart rate and um, I'm a bit, big fan of big fan of that but having said that training pure to power numbers even for, for easy sessions or you know whatever it gets you in get kind of gets you in that right zone anyway so it it's not not too bad it's just I just you know do heart rate anyway if i hope that helps i don't know if it helps or not if you guys have any other questions jump on through to that website trainsmith.com until next episode hooray